Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 152 of our journey. All three of Job's friends have now spoken, and Job responds to them with sarcasm. He makes it clear that they are not the only possessors of wisdom. True wisdom and understanding belong only to God. He calls for them to just sit quietly rather than speak folly. Job asserts that these men are arguing in defense of God upon false lines through limited knowledge. The result is that they were unjust to Job, even though they likely did not recognize it or intend it to be so. Job then reaffirms his commitment to the Lord, regardless of his circumstances, but pleads for a chance to state his case before God. He finishes his speech by emphasizing the brevity of man's life, but the hope of a second life. Join me in Job 12 through 14, as Job speaks with wisdom and recognizes the power of his Lord. Job 12. Then Job answered, Without a doubt you are the people, and wisdom will die with you. I also have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know such things as these? I am a laughingstock to my friends, I who called on God and whom he answered. A righteous and blameless man is a laughingstock. For calamity there is derision, according to the ideas of the fortunate, a fate for those whose feet slip. But the tents of robbers are peaceful, and those who provoke God are confident, who carry their God in their hands. But now, ask the animals and they will teach you, or the birds of the sky and they will tell you, or speak to the earth and it will teach you, or let the fish of the sea declare to you, which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this, in whose hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all the human race? Does not the ear test words, as the tongue tastes food? Is not wisdom found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? With God are wisdom and power, counsel and understanding are His. If He tears down, it cannot be rebuilt. If He imprisons a person, there is no escape. If He holds back the waters, then they dry up. If He releases them, they destroy the land." With him are strength and prudence. Both the one who goes astray and the one who misleads are his. He leads counselors away stripped and makes judges into fools. He loosens the bonds of kings and binds a loincloth around their waist. He leads priests away stripped and overthrows the potentates. He deprives the trusted advisors of speech and takes away the discernment of elders. He pours contempt on noblemen and disarms the powerful. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings deep shadows into the light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He extends the boundaries of nations and disperses them. He deprives the leaders of the earth of their understanding. He makes them wander in a trackless desert waste. They grope about in darkness without light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. Job 13. Indeed, my eyes have seen all this. My ears have heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you. But I wish to speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue my case with God. But you, however, are inventors of lies. All of you are worthless physicians. 
If only you would keep completely silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Listen now to my argument and be attentive to my lips' contentions. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show him partiality? Will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he would examine you? Or as one deceives a man, would you deceive him? He would certainly rebuke you if you secretly showed partiality. Would not his splendor terrify you and the fear he inspires fall on you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Refrain from talking with me so that I may speak. Then let come to me what may. Why do I put myself in peril and take my life in my hands? Even if he slays me, I will hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Moreover, this will become my deliverance, for no godless person would come before him. Listen carefully to my words. Let your ears be attentive to my explanation. See now, I have prepared my case. I know that I am right. Who will contend with me? If anyone can, I will be silent and die. Only in two things spare me, O God, and then I will not hide from your face. Remove your hand far from me and stop making me afraid with your terror. Then call and I will answer, or I will speak and you respond to me. How many are my iniquities and sins? Show me my transgression and my sin. Why do you hide your face and regard me as your enemy? Do you wish to torment a wind-blown leaf and chase after dry chaff? For you write down bitter things against me and cause me to inherit the sins of my youth. And you put my feet in the stocks and you watch all my movements. You put marks on the soles of my feet. So I waste away like something rotten, like a garment eaten by moths. Job 14. Man, born of woman, lives but a few days and they are full of trouble. He grows up like a flower and then withers away. He flees like a shadow and does not remain. Do you fix your eye on such a one? And do you bring me before you for judgment? Who can make a clean thing from an unclean? No one. Since man's days are determined, the number of his months is under your control. You have set his limit and he cannot pass it. Look away from him and let him desist until he fulfills his time like a hired man. But there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and its new shoots will not fail. Although its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump begins to die in the soil, at the scent of water it will flourish, and put forth shoots like a new plant. But man dies and is powerless. He expires, and where is he? As water disappears from the sea, or a river drains away and dries up, so man lies down and does not rise, until the heavens are no more, they will not awake nor arise from their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol and conceal me till your anger has passed. Oh, that you would set me a time and then remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait until my release comes. You will call and I, I will answer you. You will long for the creature you have made. Surely now you count my steps. Then you would not mark my sin. My offenses would be sealed up in a bag. You would cover over my sin. But as a mountain falls away and crumbles, and as a rock will be removed from its place, as water wears away stones and torrents wash away the soil, so you destroy man's hope. You overpower him once for all, and he departs. You change his appearance and send him away. 
If his sons are honored, he does not know it. If they are brought low, he does not see it. His flesh only has pain for him, and he mourns for himself. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.